What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Second Door on the Left. This is your host, Drew House. Thank you, as always, for listening. Hope you are doing well. I am doing well. It is December 13th, 7.36 a.m. Merry Christmas to you. Happy December to you. We are at 2,967 plays now, so we are right on the doorstep of that big 3,000. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, It's going to be awesome when we get that number, so uh, keep listening. We'll keep banging it out. We got a lot to talk about in this episode. We're going to hit on some some bowl games in part one, and then in part two, we're going to talk about this Uh, Week 15 in the NFL, it's going to be crazy, and boy, do we have a game tonight. Chargers Chiefs, 10-3 versus 11-2. It's going to be awesome. All right, let's get to it. Roll the music. Yeah, you got to have a little CCR this morning. That, of course, is uh, looking out my back door, Creedence Clearwater Revival, and uh, it's from Big Lebowski. And uh, this is one of my favorite movies. I can just see the part uh, vividly where that song is being played, and the dude is in there beating on his uh, in the uh, roof of his car. So, yep, just feeling that this morning. Uh, again, hope you're doing great out there. It's a it's a little warm, a little warmer than it has been lately. But uh, you know what? Just take it a day at a time, and uh, you know, bundle up, bundle up. You can always you can always dress down. That's what I always say. Uh, first things first, bowl season is upon us, people. So, Merry Christmas once again. Let's get right into these bowl games. I'm going to do, there's five Saturday, there's one Tuesday, and there's one Wednesday. All right? So, I'm going to go ahead and give you my picks on those seven games, uh, just in case I don't get to lay down another podcast uh, until Wednesday night. Uh, I'd like to go ahead and get that Wednesday night game in as well. So uh, here we go. Saturday at 1230 on CBS Sports Network, we have Tulane versus the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. All right. And that is uh, in Orlando. I like, uh, I, I think I like the uh, green wave in this one. Give me Tulane in that one to prevail in the battle of the Louisiana teams. Tulane, of course, is right smack dab in the middle of New Orleans, Louisiana. Uh, They're taking the Louisiana show to Orlando. Utah State versus North Texas. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff on ESPN, and that is from uh, Walter White City, New Mexico, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Sorry, uh, kind of uh, weird reference there. Not a very... um, Smooth one at that. Uh, yep, Utah State, North Texas. I don't know a dang thing about Utah State or North Texas. All I know about North Texas is they uh, beat Arkansas earlier this year. Really ran all over them. So, with that being said, I guess I'll take North Texas to prevail in that game. Uh, in the next game, we have Arizona State and Fresno State. That's going to come to you from Las Vegas uh, at 2.30 on ABC. That's a tough one. Fresno State is actually ranked. They're number 21 in the country. Um, And you know what? 
Something tells me the Sun Devils are going to win Arizona State, but I'll take the Bulldogs of Fresno State to win in that game. And then we have Georgia Southern versus Eastern Michigan, 4.30 kickoff on ESPN. That will be in Montgomery. And uh, I like Georgia Southern in that game. Middle Tennessee versus Appalachian State, live from the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans. That's an 8 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. Give me Appalachian State. Give me Appalachian State to uh, come down and, and take care of business in that one. And then Tuesday, we have UAB versus Northern Illinois. 6 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. That's in Boca Raton, Florida. Um, give, me, give me UAB in this game. Give me UAB to prevail. And then the Wednesday night kickoff at 7 on ESPN is San Diego State versus Ohio. And that is in Frisco, Texas. Don't know. Don't know anything about either one of those teams. Uh, I believe Tony Gwynn went to San Diego State. But that's in baseball. So give me Ohio to win that game. And those are my picks again. I like uh, I like Tulane in the AutoNation Cure Bowl over Louisiana. I like North Texas over Utah State in the New Mexico Bowl. I like Fresno State over Arizona State in the Las Vegas Bowl. Georgia Southern versus Eastern Michigan in the uh, Raycom Media Camellia Bowl. Yeah, real popular bowl there. Middle Tennessee versus Appalachian State. That is the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Um, Appalachian State in that one. And then UAB versus Northern Illinois in the Cherry, Bu- Cherry Bundy Boca Raton Bowl. I like UAB. And then in the DXL Frisco Bowl, I like San Diego State. Uh, no, I like Ohio over San Diego State. All right, and that is, that's going to be the first seven bowls I'm going to do. So we will pick up um, in, there in the next podcast or the, a couple podcasts from now. We will pick up with Marshall at South Florida. And there are a ton. I'm just scrolling down the list here. There is a ton of games. I mean, seriously, there is a ton of games. Just bowl games all the rest of the year. So sit back and enjoy because it's going to be fun. And uh, we will get to all those bowl games at some point. I'm going to map them out best I can. Make sure I don't miss any and get those picks in before they actually kick off. Okay? You have my word on that. All right. Uh, That was a short part one right there. But I think it went pretty well. And now a word from our sponsors. Merry Christmas to you from all of us here at Liquidations Plus. Have you come out and visited us yet? Have you come out and visited us lately? If you haven't, we'd love to see you. For those that have been shopping at Liquidations Plus, tell your friends because you know how we do. We like to provide you with awesome customer service with great prices on great products. Really great products and even greater prices. We have two locations. 6235 Highway 305 North in Olive Branch. We also have a fairly new location, 470 East Commerce Street down in Hernando. We have our 
website, liquidationsplus.com, where you can go on and bid on a uh, variety of items. And we also have our Facebook page. If you uh, don't yet like us on our Facebook page, make sure you go there and like us. Uh, Follow us because as far as our in-store deals go, as far as our daily deals go with our stores, that is the number one place to go to. Uh, We do change it up every day as far as what's going to be on sale um, and what type of deals we're going to be doing as far as our bins go and all that good stuff. Okay, So if you haven't been by, come check us out. We'd love to see you. Liquidations Plus, happy shopping. And now back to the show. All right, welcome back to the show. Okay, that was short and sweet on the bowl games, but I, I did want to allot some time to them. But uh, you know me, I'm SEC biased. I, you know, whatever. So uh, there are no SEC games this coming up, but the fact of the matter is bowl games are bowl games, and they're worth mentioning. And these are the last games that these teams are going to play. All right? So definitely wanted to carve out some time for them, even though they're teams that you know you may not give two flips about, they're going to be on your on your TV screen, or they're going to be available for you anyways. So definitely wanted to give you the rundown of where you could find those games um, and check them out. Check them out when you can and enjoy. I know I'll probably be uh, in and out of some games throughout Saturday. Uh, we do have some plans get together at my dad's that night, but it should be fun. It's going to be real fun. Uh, this part two of the podcast is going to be all about the NFL. All right. The NFL is entering week 15 and it's shaping up to be the best week of football to date. And, uh, real quick, before we dive into the games, I wanted to give you a, uh, a rundown of the playoff picture in both conferences. Let's start with the AFC. We have the Chiefs at the number one in the number one seed at eleven and two. The Patriots are nine and four in the two seed. In the three seed, we have the Texans also at nine and four. Uh, some tiebreaker there between the Patriots and Texans. I don't think they've played each other. Maybe they have. I don't think they have. So there must be some kind of a uh, tiebreaker scenario there where the Patriots are over the Texans. Maybe they did play each other. I don't know. Steelers are in the fourth spot, uh, 7-5-1 atop the AFC North. And then in the wild card, we have the 10-3 Chargers uh, in the five spot. And then the Ravens are are in that sixth seed at 7-6. Okay? They are ahead of three other teams at 7-6 as well. But tie-breaking scenario, they are in the sixth seed. In the hunt, in the AFC, in the hunt. Are the Colts at seven and six, the Dolphins at seven and six, the Titans at seven and six, uh, the Broncos are at six and seven, the Browns still in the hunt, five, seven, and one, and then the Bengals hanging on by the smallest of margins at five and eight. Eliminated from the playoffs are the Bills, Jaguars, Jets, and Raiders. All right, moving on to the NFC, we have the Saints in the number one seed over the Rams at the two seed due to the head-to-head tiebreaker. 
The Bears are in the three seed, nine and four. The Cowboys are at eight and five. In the fourth seed, in the wild card, we have the eight and five Seattle Seahawks. In the sixth seed, the Vikings are there, six, six, and one. And then in the hunt, we have the Panthers at six and seven, the Eagles at six and seven, the Redskins at six and seven, Packers five and seven. Buccaneers 5 and 8, Giants 5 and 8, Lions 5 and 8, Falcons 4 and 9. I don't know how any of those eight lost teams are still in the hunt. Uh well, I guess you know, I see it. It's going to they they're hanging on by a thread. The Vikings are 6-6 six, six and 1, so I guess I could see some of those teams, but yet they still have the Falcons at 4 and 9 uh in the hunt. Eliminate the only two teams that are eliminated, uh, according to NFL.com's playoff picture, are the Cardinals and the 49ers. So I would throw the Falcons, Lions, Giants, Buccaneers, Packers, Redskins. I would throw all them in there, even though they are technically still in the hunt. Uh, and probably the Eagles, too, but I'm going to hold off on that. All right, so there's your playoff picture. Um, Shaping up to be pretty good last three weeks of the season. Let's get into our schedule. Um, Tonight, we have a monster of a Thursday night football game for you. And for me. They have an awesome game for us lined up, ready to go. It is the top two seeds in the AFC. The battle for the AFC West is on the line tonight. 10-3 10-3 Chargers, 11-2 Kansas City Chiefs. It is in Kansas City. And it's going to be a very, very good game, I do have a feeling. It's going to be interesting to see what the Chargers can do because, you know, for several years now, at least to me anyways, the Chargers were always picked to do great things, and yet they always failed to meet expectations. Well, this year they are meeting expectations. They're probably even surpassing expectations at this point. I don't know if Melvin Gordon is playing yet. That is up in the air. We both, we all know that uh, Kareem Hunt is not playing for the Chiefs. That is going to be a big blow for them, I do believe. Will it get? Will it catch up to them in this game? I don't know, but I could see the Chargers winning this game. I really could. But the fact that it's in Kansas City, I have to go with the home team Chiefs. I got to go with the Chiefs in this one to win a close one. Uh, it's going to be a good one, though. I can't wait for it. Kickoff is at 720 on Fox and NFL Network, of course. So check out one of those and uh, enjoy because I'm going to. Saturday, we got a couple Saturday games for you this weekend. So very cool to go with your bowl games. Uh, at 3.30 uh, Saturday, we have the Texans at the New York Jets. The Texans finally came back to earth a little bit last week with against the Colts. Their nine-game winning streak was ended. I like them to get back in the winning col- win column this, this week against the Jets. Give me the Texans. Saturday night, 7.20 Central kickoff. We have the Browns. Still in the hunt against the Broncos. Still in the hunt in that AFC. The Broncos really just couldn't stop one player, and that was George Kittle for the 49ers, from what I could tell. The tight end had over 200 yards receiving. 
Uh, and he did a lot of that damage in the first half. And the, uh, and the 49ers went on to upset the Broncos. The Broncos are back at home. And do they get back to 500 and still very much alive in the playoffs? Uh, I really want to go with Cleveland on this game, in this game. But I, I just, I just, I have to go with the Broncos. Give me the Broncos in this game to bounce back. Um, I would really love to see Cleveland take care of this one, though. Uh, I think that would be awesome as long as the Browns can stay in the playoff hunt. I think it's great for the the game because uh, this team won zero games last year, and they still have a shot at the playoffs, of course, but a shot at five hundred. And they have just, uh, they demand respect this year. Needless to say, they demand respect, and uh, Baker Mayfield has a lot to do with that. So I'm glad the Browns, for the Browns, I'm glad that they uh, finally got their quarterback after over a decade of whiffing, a long time of whiffing at the quarterback position, uh, mainly in the draft or free agency. But um, I think Baker Mayfield is there for the long haul. He seems to be the exact type of quarterback that Cleveland needed, and um, they're doing pretty well because of him and other players as well. They're continuing to build that squad up. So I'm reaping all this praise on the Browns, and yet I'm picking the Broncos to win. Go figure. All right, Sunday, as we move into the 12 o'clock slate of games, we have the battle of the uh, the, the the birds that are you know really grounded at this point. Um, the Cardinals and the Falcons, three and ten versus four and nine. The Falcons uh, just very disappointing season. Injuries on the defensive side of the ball, uh, not able to close out games uh, on the offensive side of the ball, and uh, just a very disappointing season. But I do like them in in this game at home. Give me the Falcons. Tampa Bay five and eight at the Ravens seven and six. The, the Buccaneers are not, I mean, they they can definitely play spoiler. I just don't trust them. I think the Ravens get that eighth win and stay in the driver's seat in the sixth seed uh, of the, of the uh, AFC. Give me the Ravens in that game. The Lions, five and eight versus the Bills, four and nine. Um, I don't know if I've picked the Bills all year long, and I don't know what the weather's going to be like. That, that could be problematic for the Lions who like to air it out a little bit. But I will, I will, take, the, I will take the road team. Give me the Lions in that game. Um, next game is the Packers, 5-7-1, and one, hanging on by the smallest of margins as well against the Bears, 9-4. Um, a week after taking the Rams down, do they have an emotional letdown at home? Maybe if it was on the road in Lambeau, I would probably go with the Packers. I have to go with the Bears right here. If there is any kind of a letdown from beating the then number one seed in the uh, in the conference, I think that home crowd is going to be there to lift their spirits right back up, and I like the Bears in this game. The next game is Oakland, the Raiders, 3-10 at the 5-8 Bengals. The Bengals are very depleted. Um... I just uh, give me the Raiders in this game. The uh, a very entertaining matchup. Dallas at Indianapolis. 
So it is in Indianapolis. I was talking to a Cowboys fan yesterday, and he swore up and down that it was in Dallas. And I I got to thinking, I said, dude, how many home games do y'all have? I know y'all are technically still America's team. Look, the fact of the matter is the Cowboys are still America's team. All right? Majority of NFL fans in this country are Cowboys fans, and you really can't convince me otherwise. So in that respect, they are still America's team. But when he said that they were at home again, I said, man, America's team's getting extra home games? That doesn't sound right. Well, turns out he wasn't right, and it's in Indianapolis. This is going to be a very good game. This is going to be a very good game, I do believe. Eight and five Cowboys, seven and six Colts. (sighs) Do the Colts show what they showed against the Texans? Getting to the quarterback, Andrew Luck making plays with his arm. T.Y. Hilton all over the field. He was he had 199 yards receiving. The Cowboys are going to have to take this intensity that they've shown the last couple weeks on the road. <laughs> I really want to pick. Uh, I really want to pick the Colts. I just don't know what Colts team I'm going to get. This Cowboys team is on a winning streak. I believe a five game winning streak. I think on the road they suffer. I I like the Colts in this game. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Give me the Colts in this game um, to keep uh, on track with the Ravens for that sixth seed. Uh, Next game is Washington 6-7 versus the Jaguars 4-9. Redskins are riddled with injuries. Jacksonville, they're not too much better off. Uh, I will take the home team Jaguars in this one. Um, another interesting matchup, still in that 12 o'clock slate, 7-6 and six Miami, after the Miami miracle, the walk-off, uh, they go to Minnesota, 6-6-1, six, six and one. both teams obviously needing a win, needing a win, the Vikings need one to stay in the sixth seed, the Dolphins need one to stay on track with the Ravens, who I picked to win, and the Colts, who I just picked to win, so they need a win as well. In Minnesota, I have to go with the Vikings. Give me the Vikings to win this game. Uh, the last 12 o'clock game shown on here is the Titans 7-6 and six versus the Giants 5-8. and eight. This is the type of game, and I think Titans fans would agree with me, this is the type of game where the Titans could just slip up and show another side of themselves. You know, the Titans have either been really good against some really good teams or they've just gone out there and laid duds. Is this a game where they go out and lay a dud against, you know, the likes of some uh, of some big playmakers for the Giants? The Giants are just straight up playing spoiler at this point. Mathematically, yes, they are still in, um, and it is in New York. What are the Titans going to do? What Titans team is going to show up? I just don't know. And for that, give me the hometown Giants to really, really hurt the Titans' chances of making the playoffs. I I hope the Titans win, but I just don't think... I think this could be a game where they have a drop-off. In the 305 uh, game is the Seahawks at the 49ers. The the 49ers would love nothing more than to beat the Seahawks at home. I don't think it's going to happen. I like the Seahawks to to keep a hold of that um, fifth seed... Uh, right there, and uh, I like them to win in this game. 
And the uh, 325 game, that's going to be America's game of the week. It does look like, right? Yep, 325. We have the Patriots in Pittsburgh facing the Steelers. Now, one thing that went unmentioned by me um, was last week, Tom Brady passed Peyton Manning for most touchdown passes, regular season and playoffs. So he is at 580 right now, passing Peyton Manning, 579. So uh, good job there, Tom Brady. But it was completely overshadowed, at least you know to me anyways, until I started doing some research for this podcast, uh, that he even did that because of the, the walk-off touchdown. That's all you heard about. So he is your all-time passing touchdowns, uh, including the playoffs leader. And um, do the Steelers. Man, it doesn't get any easier. They've lost two in a row. Do they really drop a third one? And uh, I have the Ravens winning. So if the Steelers lose this game, they slide out of that division leader spot, that fourth seed, and they drop down into the sixth seed. This is going to be an interesting game. The Steelers always have a lot of trouble with the Patriots. The Patriots are not going to be happy after losing to Miami. The, the, obviously, the Steelers are not happy after dropping two in a row. Something's got to give. I usually go with the home team in these situations. I'm going to go with the Patriots. I'm going to go with the Patriots in this game to bounce back, get that 10th win, and really uh, you know, put the Steelers in a precarious position. Okay, So we'll, we will see what happens. Uh, should be a great game, though. Patriots-Steelers. I like the Patriots, though. In the Sunday night game, we have the Eagles 6-7 and seven, versus the Rams 11-2. The Rams are at home. You look at both the Rams' losses. They are against the other two top seeds in the NFC, and they were both on the road. So the Rams were not able to go unscathed. Tough schedule. Losing in New Orleans is commendable. Uh, losing in the in Chicago against that defense is commendable. Uh, it's not the worst thing in the world, but there they are sitting with two losses. Uh, it has been reported that Carson Wentz it will be out for the remainder of the year due to a back injury he suffered in the Cowboys game. I like the Rams in this game, regardless of whether Wentz was going to be playing or not. So Foles, Nick Foles, right back into it at the quarterback position. What happens there? Because last year it worked out pretty well. Uh, but this is a different Eagles team. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure rooting for the Eagles. Sure pulling for them, but I like the Rams in this game. And then the Monday night game, the Saints versus the Panthers. I think the Panthers are really going to bring the kitchen sink in this game. They have lost five in a row, and yet they are still in the hunt. And they're going to they're gonna be ready. They are going to be ready for my Saints. And my Saints better be ready for anything. Okay? Um, not really sure what the weather is going to be like in Carolina. But I like my Saints to win this game on the road. And then um, I hope it's a, a steady dose of the running, the running game um, and opening up things for the receiving core because outside of Michael Thomas, the receiving core has really been non-existent the last couple weeks. So, uh, Traquan Smith, looking at you, man. Keith Kirkwood, I'm looking at you. 
Um, there are reports that Ted Ginn Jr. Uh, will be available for the playoffs. I remember seeing a, a little over a month ago a post-game interview with Sean Payton that said he could even return for this game against his former team. That's not going to happen. He's still out. Um, and also, on top of that, Brandon Marshall was waived by the Saints. So we will not see Brandon Marshall in the black and gold. And uh, he will also not see the playoffs. He will continue that streak of uh, not uh, appearing in a playoff game in his now 13 years in the league. So that is crazy. The Saints uh, obviously didn't see enough in practice um, to activate him. So he is waived, and they picked up, uh, I believe they picked up another tight end uh, that was on waivers. I forget his name. But uh, the Saints are going to have to get off to a fast start in this game. Otherwise, it could get bad with the home crowd. And again, the weather, not sure what it's going to be. But the Saints could use a fast start, something they have not had in the last two weeks. Uh, when before that, they were, they were getting out on top of everybody and dictating the game. They need to do this because they need to do it in this game, especially. The Panthers are at their, are in dire straits, all right, to say the least. So, but yet, they are still there in the, in the hunt. And they need a W in the worst kind of way. The Saints need a W as well, though, to hold on to that number one seed. So something's got to give. I like my Saints in this game. Um, and hopefully they can pull it out. So there are my picks for this week. Uh, that was uh, about a 20-minute part two. But it's going to be an awesome week in the NFL. It's going to be... Uh, it's going to be an awesome weekend for football, period. Football everywhere, Bowl games on Saturday, NFL games on Saturday, uh, NFL games all Sunday, and then the Saints Monday night. But it all starts tonight. It all starts tonight with the Chiefs, Chargers, um, Chargers, Chiefs. It is in Kansas City. So what a way to kick off week 15. What a way to kick off bowl season. It's going to be awesome. All right. I think that's going to do it for this episode of Second Door on the Left. This has been your host, Drew House. Thank you, as always, for listening. Um, did I mention? Yeah, I did. I did mention. Really, a lot of plays in the last uh, 24 hours. A ton of plays, over 60. That's really jumped us up. Well, about 70 plays, really, that's jumped us up. And we are, again, at the doorstep of 3,000. So um, if we do get to 3,000, I will have to drop a little line. If it's not a regularly scheduled podcast, I will have to drop a line for sure. And um, we will recognize it because um, it's worth recognizing to me. So you are awesome for listening. Thank you for carving out some time to uh, check me out. Check us out over here at Second Door on the Left. Um, We wouldn't be here without you. Shout out Josh House over there in the West Headquarters. This has been Drew House over here in the SDOTL East Headquarters. Enjoy, keep enjoying this December, man. All right, keep braving the weather, um, all that good stuff. Merry Christmas to you. Take care of each other. Have a great day, great night, uh, great rest of the month, and we will catch you next time. God bless. Peace. Yeah, I had to get a little wham in there. Olivia loves that song. She can sing the chorus on repeat for hours on end. Uh, Katie loves that song as well. Uh, so, yeah, I, I definitely wanted to get it in the canon before uh, before Christmas was over. So, um, 
Real quick, y'all, on the outro, if you listen, regardless of how you listen to Second Door on the Lift, thank you for listening. Um, I would highly recommend downloading the Anchor app. That way you can get the music, you can get the full effect, really, and uh, you can just download it, favorite the podcast, get free, you know, free notifications, automatic notifications of when a new episode is released, and... Uh, you know, like I said, just get the full effect of the podcast with the music and all that good stuff. So, uh, thank you for listening. 3,000, we're coming for you. Might even get it before we lay down another episode. So, thank you as always for listening. Uh, y'all take care, man. We'll catch you next time. Later.